come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. We are starting a new series this week. In this week's episode, we will be discussing God with us according to God's Word. We are coming to you live from Biloxi, Mississippi. Yep, you guessed it. We are not in the PNT podcast studio today. Me and the missus decided to get away for a little pre-Christmas getaway, just the two of us. Well, not just the two of us. My mother-in-law decided to tag along. But enough about me. Let's get down to God's word. We're going to talk about God with us. And yes, we have another great lesson for another great week. Can't forget to say that. Because I'm so excited that we're recording live in another place. Absolutely. Let's look at the world and the biblical meaning of with, and it means to be accompanied by another person or thing. We can find this biblically in Joshua 1 and 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wow, wherever. So guess what? The Lord is not only with us in the PNT Podcast Studio, but he is here live with us in Mississippi. There's really no place you can go or wander that God isn't or can't be present. God is an omnipresent God, which means he can be everywhere at any time and at all times. Let's take a stop, pause, and rewind. Let me start over because I got a little too excited. I'm pretty sure no one caught my blurring mistake. When the Bible says God with us, it's referring to the indwelling presence of God. Not God being in a place sitting in a chair next to me, but God inside me. See, we want God inside of us, not sitting next to us. That's why God's proclamation in the scripture is so bold. Do not be frightened. God is looking at your situation and circumstances through your eyes. God sees exactly what you see in every situation. He says, be strong and courageous. Who knows? Because God knows, not who, but because God knows the human eyes and mind will play tricks on us about lack of seriousness in a given situation in our lives, how it may appear. So basically, our eyes may deceive us. And when God looks out of our eyes, he may say, this situation ain't as bad as you think it is. Here's something I'd like you to do to illustrate how viewpoints can be skewed or flawed. Going to geek out a little bit. The next time you're outside... I want you to look at an automobile side mirror and read the little inscription on it. Spoiler alert. I didn't want you to forget because maybe you're not going outside today. It says objects in mirror are closer than they appear. Which means when you look in a mirror or those side mirrors, the cars may be a little closer than they are. So your eyes are deceiving you by using that mirror. Many of you, my young little listeners, thought you can actually hide from God and God couldn't see the blatant disrespect, the constant disregard for living a life holy and acceptable to God. Believing God can't see us not living up to the promise we made the day we gave our life to his son, Jesus Christ. Let's go down to Psalm 23 and 4. 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, I love this scripture. I, I truly love this one. I discussed this scripture earlier this week with my adult daughter. Okay, I know you're thinking or want to know the context of that conversation. Gotcha. Here, here, here we go. We were in the kitchen, and she blurted out, a random statement, and she said, I hate going through these rough or dry spells in my life. And why do they last so long? Keyword in the verse that we just talked about was walk. He says, even though I walk, God knows we will always do the exact opposite when we are faced with fear. So why this conversation with my daughter was so important was this. She was tired of going through these long, dry spells. She's tired of having to go through these situations that she go through. She, she's tired. But the scripture says, even though I walk, I would fear because God comforts me. So how can you hate a situation in your life when God is there to comfort you? Let me ask my first question. Yes, it took me all the way here before I can ask a question. You guys, I'm sure you're shocked. Why do you think God wants us to walk? And this is why the conversation with my daughter was so important. And I asked her, when I gave her this scripture, why walk and not run? Here's my take. If you run through these situations, we can't really see what it is God is protecting and keeping us from. We also don't see the amazing work God is doing in our lives in these situations if we run through them. So why do we oftentimes say we want to rush through life? It's just like we tell our young people, hey, they, they, they be in first grade and they want to be 18 years old. And then when they get there, they wish they were never 18. And that's why we tell them, hey, don't rush to be an adult. God is saying the same thing here. Take your time through these rough patches so the next time you go through it, you're already armed and ready for it. God said the race is not given to the swift, but to those that endure. So basically, if we run through the situations, we're trying to swiftly get through what God has laid out for us. And God says, no, it's given to those who endure. It means to leisurely stroll through the valley of shadow of death in our lives. And as we go to break... Endure also means basically stand on your faith as you go through these situations. But don't go nowhere. We'll be right back to talk about some ways to know that God is with us. We are back live in Biloxi, Mississippi after that short break. And again, I'm so excited to be reaching out to you guys outside of the PNT Podcast Studio. And I want you to know why. My young loyal listeners and my adult listeners, you are just that important. The work that God has called us to is just that important. So let's get right back to this lesson. So let's look at some practical ways to know God is with us. Everyone should want to know how they can feel the presence of the Most High God. I actually take exception to what I just said. Yes, I did say something that I, that I take exception to. It gives the impression that I believe that there are more than one God. But I, but I truly don't believe that there is only one God. So why don't, why don't I just say that? If we as Christians believe he is the only true, wise, and living God, then we should simply say that. Okay, I've digressed, but for a very good reason. Living in God's presence, how do we know or not know he's there? Well, as always, I got y'all covered. I've done the research. I've done the study. So, here we go. Number one, make loving God the aim of all of your actions. Psalm 22 and 3 tells us God inhabits the praises of his people. Can someone tell me what inhabits mean? 
it is defined as to live in or occupy. This is probably the easiest to ensure and experience God with us. Even better, if you make it a point each and every day to show God mad love, he will, with, he will without a doubt come and dwell with you the whole day long. Number two, look for God's greatness in all things. Everything that happens to you isn't just by happenstance. These things happen for a very specific reason for you or to you. Ecclesiastes 3 clearly states there is a time and season for everything under the sun. We must take some time to purposely to recognize God in all of it. Yes, we must purposely take time to recognize God in all of it, including those times that look very chaotic in our lives. God is somewhere in the midst of our personally created chaos, offering a helping hand or serving as a guiding light to safety and peace. And number three, take a strategic pause to rest in God's presence. Psalm 46 and 10 tells us that all we have to do is be still and know that he is God. Don't move, don't run, don't teleport ourselves, don't go looking for God, but be still and know. How can we know he is God in those still moments? Live according to his word, confess his son Jesus Christ, loving our neighbors, our haters just as God loved us, being a witness to others that are lost, and probably easier than the list I just read. You can kill two birds with one stone by simply spending time with God in prayer. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about God being with us, and one asked, well, what about the Holy Spirit being with us? I had to remind them that the Trinity consists of all three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In John 14, we have to remember that when it was time for Jesus to be crucified, the disciples could not comprehend life without him. But Jesus explained to them that they will have another helper, and he will abide with them forever. Nothing has changed. That same helper that was with the disciples is the same helper that is here with us today, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to do the same work as Jesus did, guide us into all truth. He is here to help us when we are in need. Call on him. He's right there with you. I know that sometimes it may seem like when you call, there is no answer. But remember, our time is not God's time. It may not come when we want it to, but be assured that he is listening and very aware of your needs and what you are going through. Don't get discouraged or let your faith waver because that's what the devil wants you to do. The devil wants you to doubt that God hears you. He wants you to doubt that Jesus feels your pain. He wants you to doubt that the Holy Spirit is with you. The Holy Spirit is our moral compass. He keeps us, if we allow him, from making big mistakes in our lives. The Holy Spirit is pricking our hearts to go right when we want to go left. He is with us, walking with us, taking each step we take and helping us with every decision we make in our lives. Will we make mistakes and take that left? Sure we will. David, who was repenting, pleaded with God in Psalm 51 verses 
10 through 11 saying, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. David knew that he needed the Holy Spirit and he asked God not to take him away from him. He knew that the Holy Spirit would be the one to guide him into keeping a clean heart and having an, a, a renewed spirit. He did not want God to cast him away because he would lose the connection. He would lose the Holy Spirit's guidance. He would then lose his faith. He needed the Holy Spirit to be with him daily and we do too. Know that the Holy Spirit is with you always. Don't get discouraged. Trust and believe. And don't forget, we answer your questions or read your comments on the fourth or fifth week of each month. Don't worry, you can remain anonymous, no pressure. Drop us a line at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. In summary, the importance of having God with us. Trying to go it alone without truly knowing if God is or is not with you is a very dangerous proposition. We foolishly rush into decisions relationships, and places like a person who jumps out of a plane hoping that when they tug that string, a parachute deploys, guiding them to safety. I will have to say there's a very distinct difference in that analogy I just spoke. The parachuters check, pack, and recheck the parachute before leaving the ground. Let's use their example. Let's read, study, and live God's Word so when we find ourselves in places, situations, and challenges that we have to jump out of, we know without a shadow of a doubt that God is with us. Because God is with us, we need not fear what is ahead of us. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.